It is draft day. We got a big episode of Locked On NFL, a 10-pick mock draft, trade candidates in the first round, and bold predictions, all on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Football fans, Christmas Day has arrived and it is time for the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland of Locked On NFL, here with my co-host, Alex Clancy. We're going to be breaking down the first 10 picks in the draft to kick things off here, a little 10-pick mock draft. Before we get into it, want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM app. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or just look it up in the app store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game store. We're going to dive into this mock draft, the top 10 picks here. Alex is going to make our first pick for the Carolina Panthers Alex, who do you think the Panthers will take number one? Bryce Young. Regardless yep. of what Will Levis says in discords or Reddit threads, <laughs> um, it would seem pretty obvious that when Bryce Young stopped doing visits, that Carolina was going to pick him. Uh, yeah. Right, wrong, indifferent, Carolina, Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And that'll move us to the second pick with the Houston Texans. And I think the Texans should take a quarterback here. I think they should be taking C.J. Stroud and, and riding off into the sunset, waiting for that 12th pick to come around. But all of the buzz says that they would rather go with defense. And not only would they rather go with defense, they would rather go with the toolsy edge rusher from Texas Tech, Tyree Wilson, over Will Anderson from Alabama. So that's... What I'm going to have them do, this is what we think will happen. That's that's what I'm going to have them do. Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech going to the Houston Texans at number two. Number three, wow. Alex Clancy, the team that he covers, the Arizona Cardinals. What would they do in this situation? I mean, this has been wishy-washy to the ends of the earth and back. And now there are rumblings that everybody wants to trade up. Now, like, the Cardinals haven't played this very well. It's a very novice approach by Monty Osford saying, hey, we're open for business. I'm ready to date. Right. I'm not going to play hard to get. And they still very well may get what they want. So I don't know where the trade will happen. I know that they will be trading at this point. I don't know. I'm Cardinals are trading out of three because now there's going to be suitors, whether it be to four, whether it be outside of the top 10, the Cardinals in this mock draft, just like the one that happens later tonight, will not be making a pick at number three overall. Yeah. That. So so with this, well, because there's no because there's no clear you know who they're going to trade or whatever in this situation because it doesn't really matter. We're only doing a top ten pick. A quarterback will be taken at three, whether it be Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud. Okay, 
All right. Well, I, I'm with you there. And, and we'll let's talk say more Anthony about Richardson. That. Let's say Anthony Richardson just so there's a name so we can pick right. the rest of the draft. All right. Fair enough. Anthony Richardson, mystery team coming to number three. We'll talk more about who that mystery team could be in the trade conversation about the first round that we're going to have just after we get done with the with the mock draft. But we'll speed through the rest of these picks here. Number four, we have the Indianapolis Colts. I think I think they would have taken Richardson. If he was there, um, I think they can't leave the first round without a quarterback, though. So I'm going to go ahead and give them C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, who I still think, regardless of test scores, rumors, all this and that, I think he's the best passer of the football in the entire draft, and that counts for something. So I think that uh, I'll give C.J. Stroud to the Indianapolis Colts at number four. And the biggest no surprise of the first of the top ten in this draft could be the steal of the draft after having two misdemeanors brought against him due to a – a drag race that ended in that ended fatally in January. Jalen Carter, interior defensive lineman out of Georgia, going to Seattle. Seems like the biggest home run fit. It's like you don't want to see, especially division rival like the Cardinals, seeing Seattle draft somebody like this just fall into their right. lap at five, who could be a terror for the next decade. Jalen Carter, five, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that pick completely. So we have Bryce Young at number one, then Tyree Wilson at number two. Then Anthony Richardson, not to the Cardinals, but to a trade at number three. Then C.J. Stroud at number four. Jalen Carter at number five. Will Anderson falling down the board a little bit here at number six with the Detroit Lions. I actually think what happens here is I think that like you, a team is going to trade up to the number six pick with Detroit to get ahead of the Raiders and ahead of the Falcons, and they're going to select Will Levis, the quarterback out of Kentucky. I honestly think it's Houston. I think Houston trades back up from 12 into the top 10 to get Will Levis. Um, I I think they're going to get their cake and eat it too with the defense and the quarterback. So although it may not be Detroit, I see a trade here. I'm going to say Will Levis is the pick. That would be four quarterbacks all off the board going to the Raiders at seven. And how the mighty have fallen, you know, with Will Anderson – still being on the board at seven. Like, this is how the draft really – people say they're not going to draft quarterbacks. You're going to see t- four quarterbacks in top six picks. Like, I feel like this Probably. is really – At least this top is 10, the 11. Age. Right. And when you have a team like the Raiders – and I'm surprised you did that. So, I'm going I'm to shift shift course here. With the Raiders with Max Crosby, the Raiders with an aging Chandler Jones, and you can bring in Will Anderson to solidify the pass rush from the edge rush position on the opposing side of the field. It's a no-brainer to have Will Anderson there with the Raiders at number seven. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think Chandler Jones is a guy who you're going to count on for a, a long, a long, long time forward into the future. So you pair Will Anderson with Max Crosby going forward. I think that's a great pairing there. Uh, number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. This is an interesting one. It really is. Uh, I know they traded for Jeff Okuda. I think I would have ran to the podium for Will Anderson there. But even with the trade for Jeff Okuda, I think they're going to take Christian Gonzalez, the Mm. cornerback out of Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. And, you know, when you look at number nine with the Bears. So many different ways they could go. Anyway, besides running back probably, Mm -hmm. anything, whether it be Paris Johnson Jr., whether it be Luke Van Ness, I'm doing this because it's a mock draft and – one thing that they desperately need or desperately even want to bolster even more is the wide receiver room. So I'm mm-hmm. really tempted 
to take Jackson Smith and Jigby here at nine, going mm-hmm. back to the Ohio State roots with with um, with whatever their name with the quarterback Justin Fields. You know, right. even though they didn't play together specifically, when you have a situation like that and you have a wide receiver, a wide receiver is going to go in the top twelve. It, right. it, it's going to happen. You know, and I will take because it's the Bears and because all they've had much maligned is you never do anything on the offensive side of the ball. You never do anything on the offensive side of the ball. It may be a couple picks high, but they're going to go get their guy, Jackson Smith and Jigman, number nine at Ohio State wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would be crazy. Even though they added DJ Moore, I think they need to do more, I guess, uh, pun intended there. But then yeah. we're going to finish with number 10 with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, there's not an obvious way that the Eagles will go because it's just such a good team. Uh, they could really go a bunch of different directions. I honestly can considered Peter Skaronsky because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they lost Isaac Samola on the offensive line and maybe he kicks out the right tackle uh, eventually with Lane Johnson's health always being up in the air. Uh, I consider Bijan Robinson, of course, which I'm yeah. sure is uh, who you're hinting at. But I just think Howie Roseman is too smart of a general manager to go running back in the first round. So I'm going to end out the top 10 picks with a premium position that I think uh, the Eagles will always value. And I'm going to go with uh, Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback. Mm-hmm out of Illinois. So the the top two corners are off the board in the top 10, and I think that makes sense to me. So we had Bryce Young at number one to the Carolina Panthers, Tyree Wilson, number two to the Texans, had Anthony Richardson going to a mystery team at number three in a trade, had C.J. Stroud going to Indianapolis at number four, number five, Jalen Carter, the Seattle Seahawks, number six, the Texans trading up for Will Levis, number seven, uh, I believe with the Oakland Raiders, you did Christian Will Gonzalez Anderson. or Will Anderson. Yeah, and then Christian Gonzalez to the Falcons, number nine, Paris Johnson, or Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver to the Bears, and then number 10 to Philly went with Devon Witherspoon, the cornerback. So with that in mind, let's talk about some more trade options, trading up, trading down, who's going to do it. We're going to cover that in just a moment. Before we get into it, do want to let you know that today's episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. If you want to make trades in the draft and make draft picks and craft your roster and then craft your franchise with the right coaching staff and the scouts and the play style, you can do all of that on the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. It's challenging. It's realistic. You can play offline, online, wherever you go, as you go, when you want. I mean, it's always available to you. It's a really fun time. We had a league together as all the locked-on hosts. You can make a league with all of your friends and so you can run the best franchise. It's a really great thing to do in the offseason as well as you lead into the football season later in the fall. Locked on NFL listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKED ON in all caps in the game store. That's LOCKED ON in all caps. Make sure that you guys check it out to download the game. Just go to ultimate gm.com or look it up in your app store. That's ultimate gm.com. Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Start your dynasty today. On NFL Thursday, Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals, Tyler Rowland locked on Titans. We are locked on NFL Thursday. Remember, join Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, and other locked on NFL local experts on oh, the yeah. locked on NFL scouting YouTube page for live NFL draft coverage presented by Ultimate Football GM. Kyle and Joe will be going live for all rounds one, two, and three. And then on Saturday, they'll get you caught up after each round. Join the draft dudes for the first round tonight live on YouTube on the locked on NFL scouting page at 7.30 p.m. 
Eastern. Trades, so the interesting part about this draft is we don't know who number one and number two are going to be yet. There's a chance that Carolina could take Anthony Richardson. We have no idea. We know that they gave up a lion's share to move up to number one because they more than likely knew who they were going to take. And then Houston was going to get whoever Carolina didn't pick. But now with D'Amico Ryans at the helm, looking at their pick two and 12, it opens up possibilities to where they could potentially take Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson at two overall, which would throw everything into a cauldron of what the hell is going to happen. And with that, when we talk about trades and the possibilities, it's got to start with the Arizona Cardinals. It's got to start with the possibilities. And Tyler, I'll let you ramp up here. I'm going to give two options that I think could very well happen for the Arizona Cardinals. One, the Cardinals trade back outside of the top 15. Get two or three first-round picks. Get two second-round picks. Maybe get a couple fourth-round picks. Do something to position themselves for success for the future with Kyler Murray rehabbing from ACL injury, with the Cardinals having almost a relegated soccer team worth of talent as compared to other NFL teams, where this season is one to rebuild the culture, to rebuild the ecosystem, and to hopefully keep Michael Bidwell as far away from football operations as possible. That's one option. My favorite option for the Cardinals is to go with the flow. Trade back to seven if the Raiders want to move up. Trade back to six. Trade back to eight if Atlanta gets a bug up their ass and wants to move up to three. And then trade back again. So the thing is, you can get a first-round pick from two different organizations in an effort to move back out of the top ten because under that guise, they have two extra raffle tickets for the Caleb Williams sweepstakes in 2024. They have their own, and they have two different organizations that are more than likely going to have bad years in 2023. So the Cardinals could have three bites of the apple for the Caleb Williams-Drake May sweepstakes, which could open up a floodgate for potential draft picks, drafting a quarterback, and moving Kyler Murray. It'll give them possibilities for the future, something that there have been few and far between under Steve Keim and Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I I definitely think the Cardinals are a trade-down candidate. They're probably the number one on the board. I I think you mentioned, you know, some options for them. I think teams that could fulfill those options, the Titans at number 11. There's been some rumors that they would want to come up. Yeah, Yeah. like you mentioned, the Raiders at number seven, if they want to go up and get a quarterback in front of the Colts. I mean, obviously, with the Colts being there, that makes a big difference. Um, There are teams that have been rumored to need quarterbacks like Tampa Bay. They have Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask. I don't think that's anything. Maybe Minnesota as well, all the way at 23. So there are a lot of teams throughout the first round that could make sense to come up. Some other teams that I think could look to trade down are Detroit at six. I think getting an edge rusher or a cornerback, they might be able to move down a couple of spots. A team may want to come up in front of the Raiders and the Falcons to secure a quarterback, like I think the Texans or the Titans could be interested to do if their guy starts to fall a little bit. Uh, The Eagles at number 10 and at number 30 could be teams that are looking to trade back. So I think those are all options, and the Ravens are always a team in there. Out of these teams, I guess, which which team do you think should make the move up? The Raiders, Houston, Tampa, maybe, maybe Tennessee. Out of those teams, which team do you think should be making a move up to get their quarterback? I've said this since day one, and I think it should be Tennessee. I mean, they've got – you need to force the issue. 
You're going right. to be a seven-win team for the next decade with Ryan Tannehill or whatever bridge quarterback you're bridging from one body of water to the other without any land in sight. Like, there needs to be a massive correction within the Tennessee Titans organization. And you know what? Right. Take a stab. What What are you holding on to draft picks for? You don't have an identity. Derrick Henry's probably not going to be on the team in 18 months. You need to restart. Maybe sooner. And, and have, right. And have could be drafted. We have no idea. Have right. a damn identity that starts with a young quarterback and just you can't draft Malik Willis and expect that to be a needle mover with Ryan Tannehill there. It just I just want to shake the Titans because you look at Mike <laughs> Vrabel, he's a good coach. There's so yes, few too really good. good coaches in the NFL, you know? Right. Just needs a quarterback. Um, I'm with you there. I think some teams that could be potentially trading up, but not for quarterback. I think a team like the Packers, who already mm. shifted up to 13 with Aaron Rodgers' trade, I think that they could be making a move into the top 10. I think that eight with the Falcons would make a lot of sense uh, to get in front of the Bears because the Bears want an offensive lineman and a wide receiver potentially. So if the Packers jump up in front of the Bears, they could probably have their pick of the litter of wide receiver or offensive line. Uh, I think the Steelers, uh, they've definitely been connected to the Titans as a, a potential move up the board to get an offensive lineman. So I think those are all options too. Um, they make a lot of sense. So I think we could see we could see some potential movement there. But those are those are the teams that I think you know that we've discussed are teams that really want to move down, teams that really want to move up. But I'm ready for the fireworks either way. So all 32 teams could make a move. Is pretty much what we're saying. Maybe this is going maybe. to be the wildest draft we've seen in a long time because there is no clear number one best player in the draft. Right. Think about it. There is not one bona fide, everybody wants that player. There isn't. Like, it's so spread out. It, it, it It's so wild. Offensive line, edge rush, interior defensive line, cornerbacks, quarterbacks. Like, we have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Bold predictions, synonymous with the draft, baby. We're going to take an entire segment next on Locked on NFL Thursday to give our boldest of bold predictions. That's next as Locked on NFL Thursday rolls on Tyler Rowland and Alex Clancy. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. Built. You got to try this. This episode of Locked on NFL Thursday is brought to you by Built Bar. And if you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices, but don't want to compromise on taste, we've got just the thing, man. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing. You won't think that they're good for you. And you got to try it. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. Yep. All real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and cookies and cream. And I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like candy bars while, you know, maintaining amazing macros. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait to get a box. For years we've been saying, go to Bill.com, go to Bill.com. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club when, you can, you know, while you can still get the specialty flavors at Bill.com like always. Go to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up the four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13-bar box of our hit flavors, brownie batter puff, and, and churro puff. You can thank me later. Dang it. Thursday, final segment. Alex Clancy, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Tyler Rowland, locked on Titans. Follow him at tick 
attack Titans. It's here, man. All of the mock drafts, all of the, if you haven't checked that our mock draft, you need to go do that on the Locked On NFL channel. What is it? Six parts. Yeah, that's awesome. It is. Yeah, six I episodes. got absolutely filleted by the draft dudes for one of my moves. But you know what? I don't care because I think it was the right move at the time. And you got DeAndre Hopkins yes. pretty much for a third round pick by moving up back into the first round. If you're Cardinals fans, go check that out. It was one of my boldest moves of my life, except for growing a beard, you know, besides growing a beard. Tyler, bold predictions, okay? I know that you are a bold prediction factory. Why don't you unveil a couple as we go and we're, what, less than 10 hours away from the draft? Let me have it. Right. So I – Previewed it earlier when we did the mock draft portion of the show, but I'm sticking to it. I really think Houston takes Tyree Wilson and then trades back into the top 10 for a quarterback. They have so many picks because of the Watson trade that they can pretty much do anything they want. And I think going from 12 into the bottom five of the top 10 isn't going to cost them a first round pick next year. So they're just going to make a simple, easy trade and, uh, get their defensive guy and have their quarterback too. I really think they're going to be able to pull that off. And I think Detroit is a, is a great spot to do it because uh, they want an edge or a cornerback or defensive lineman. And I think you're going to be able to find a pretty good one at 12 with all these quarterbacks going. So I, I think the Texans take the defense at two, trade back into the top 10 for a quarterback. My boldest of bold, well, not boldest. I mean, this is what I actually think is going to happen, bold or otherwise, but – the Philadelphia Eagles win the draft. You know why? Because that's what they do now. Right. You know, and right. it's not like having the 10th overall pick. Well, that could be low hanging fruit. Something's going to happen. Maybe they trade back to 18, pick up a future first, and still draft the offensive lineman they want. Maybe they get an edge. Maybe they get Luke Van Ness and just falls in their lap. Maybe they draft a corner, you know, to, to, to bolster that cornerback room from a young, maybe Devin Witherspoon drops to them. Something's going to happen with the Eagles, and Harry Roseman is going to pull a rabbit out of his hat like he's done over the last two and a half off seasons where he right. was almost vilified with the, since the Carson Wentz debacle, he's been perfect. And the team yep. has had a meteoric rise coming off a, a Super Bowl appearance. They've just paid their, they've just paid their quarterback for the future. Now they need to get young, inexpensive contracts with impact players. And the Eagles are going to win the draft. That's one. Number two, the star of the draft. And this is, I don't know if you can get more bold than this. The Arizona Cardinals will be looked at as the ones who made the most impact on their future with this draft. Out of all 32 wow. teams, the Arizona right. Cardinals will win this draft. The Eagles, oh. A+, plus. the Cardinals will be looked at as the apple of all the analysts' eyes for what they did tonight in an effort to position themselves for a better future. And yeah. I just think Monty Ossoford is going to do it. Michael Bidwell and Steve Kimer are going to be nowhere near it, which is a fantastic thing. And I think they'll be the apple of every analyst's eye after tonight and this weekend. That'll be that'll be fun to watch, no doubt. And it'll be a great way for Monty Osfort to announce himself as a brand new general manager, a guy who obviously came from the Titans organization, mm -hmm. so I know pretty well. But uh, I got two more here that I want to throw down. Um, I think, number one, um, all five quarterbacks go in the first round, the top five quarterbacks. I think we see Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, right. Anthony Richardson, and Hendon Hooker yeah. go. Uh, there was a video that came out on Wednesday of Hendon Hooker working out again. He's officially back, dropping back, throwing footballs, and I think that somebody around the league is going to see that, 
They're going to say maybe a team like Seattle drops back from 20 to get in a more realistic position. Maybe Minnesota at 23 does something simple. Maybe Minnesota just takes them at 23. I can see all five quarterbacks going in the first round because honestly, outside of those five quarterbacks, I don't even know if the rest of them will get drafted until day three. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should be, quite honestly. I'm not a big fan of the quarterback class outside of those five guys. So uh, that would be one. I think all five QBs go on Thursday night. And then my last one here is there will be less than four trades. I believe on FanDuel right now, the over-under for trades uh, in the first round of the draft is maybe four and a half, I think. Might be might be down to three and a half. Or, but I, I think it's going to be less than four. So we're going to have three trades at max. There won't be more than that in the first round. Does Bijan Robinson go in the top 15? Yes. Yes. I, th- I honestly think the Packers are going to trade up from 13 to 8 and take Jackson Smith and Jigba or an offensive lineman. And that'll allow the Falcons to drop down to 13, pick up some extra picks, take Bijan Robinson, and, and not feel so bad about it because they moved back to do it. My biggest wish for tonight, because I like to see things like this happen, I want Dallas to trade up, give away future assets to draft B. John Robinson. That would be, that would be the greatest thing. Because remember, and I know, and I know we're almost out of here, uh, Tyler. One of my favorite trade down possibilities, selfishly for the Cardinals, is they would trade back to twelve with Tennessee, get at least two first round picks, have Jerry Jones call them and say, "Hey." What is it going to take to move down to 25 or wherever Dallas is? Dallas gives up at least a future first, probably two seconds, and drafts B. John Robinson at, 12, at 11. Like, that would be – my mind would explode to the point of jubilation I may have never felt before if that were to happen, just to say that it happened. But I would love to see Jerry Jones be like, you know what? <laughs> F them picks, yo. Bijan, come home, baby. Right. Yeah, I think no matter what, what we're looking for is fireworks. I'm, I'm certain that we'll get that. But that's going to do it. For today's edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, make sure that you come back for Friday's edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q. They're going to be breaking down all of the action from round one. But that's going to do it for me, Tyler Rowland, and my co-host, Alex Clancy. Everybody be safe out there and enjoy the draft, baby.